previously on the Twistcast. Last time on the Twistcast, we talked about San Diego Comic-Con and... And Spider-Geddon. That's right. Um, San Diego Comic-Con, if you guys are following any of that, wow, there was a lot of stuff that happened. A um, lot. Also, we got into the jerker yeah. <laughs> real hard. <laughs> hmm, I probably should have worded that better, but it didn't. <laughs> um, <sighs> and then Spider-Geddon... Um, I don't know, if you guys listened to our last twist cast, um, you know, it's an interesting read, but there have been better stories. So, read it at your own risk, I guess. I don't know if I would say risk, but... That's not gonna hurt you. <laughs> it might. It was not gonna pull a knife on you. Yeah. <laughs> read me, bitch. <laughs> a, little, um, a, little, a little switchblade, but it's just like, it's webs. It's just webs. Oh, it's terrible. It's stupid. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Um, all right, guys. So for this week, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. All right. So tonight we got really like two big things we want to talk about. Um, well, oh, fuck. Well, probably three uh, major things if you shit. lump news together. It's like I, I I want to not remember that this is happening. You're gonna remember. Yeah. It's impactful. Yeah. It's part of your life. Seriously. Um. So. All right. Three big things. Um. One of them being Jessica Jones season three. Another one being Hush, um, which is an animated DC movie that it was just thrown up on the DC app. Uh, what, but it was like, it was released on Blu-ray before that. Yes, and and you could purchase it digitally. Yeah. What, was it like August sixteenth or something Some, like that? Something. Yeah, like, like a week yeah. or two ago. And then we're also going to be talking about the news. All just, the news. Just news. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of news. news. The infamous news. There's that a lot of news. There's so much has news. just happened and is it's happening. Is happening. Some of it's developing, so we'll we'll talk about that. Yep. So a lot to be covered tonight. All right, guys. Let's get started out with the news. All right. As always, start out with comic books. Uh, so for this year's Batman Day, September 21st. Uh, it's also Earth, Wind, and Fire Day, somehow or another. Uh, DC will be Do doing. You remember what? exactly the 21st night of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> So, so nerdy. Uh, DC will be doing a special reprint of The Batman Who Laughs number one with a cutout mask of Ooh. The Batman Who Laughs. Cool. So that's pretty neat. I think you found your Halloween costume. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was going to be Naked Man, but this will work Well, now better. you can be Naked Batman Who Laughs. <laughs> uh, DC plans to reinvent their digital strategy as the comic sales continue to flatten out. But on the plus side, the DC Universe subscriptions are going up. Um, so I think they're going to be incorporating DC Universe more in their in their overall strategy. Good. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. it's... Hopefully they do something... It's a great I, app. I hate, I hate to say, like, Marvel, but do something like Marvel with a code inside a book that <laughs> exclusively goes into DC Universe, and you can continue to read stuff there. Um, Greg Capullo, the guy who did art for Metal... Uh, signed a new DC contract and then immediately announced a new project with Scott Snyder, which Ooh. warmed my heart a little Wait, bit. Wait, that's that's a Hush team right there. Wait, no, that's Jeff Loeb. Th- that's Je- that's Metal and um, he did the uh, New Fifty Two. New Fifty Two, yeah, all, right, all, right, all that. Okay, um, and but I know Last Night on Earth is their last Batman story, so whatever they tackle will be far and ground, which is exciting. Um, Superman 14 and Supergirl 33 were recalled. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, which pushes right. back the launch of Legion of Superheroes. Um, it's because the the banners that they're putting on all the DC books, uh, Year of the Villain, it doesn't reflect the story, 
But it, mm. it almost doesn't make sense to me that they recalled it because there's a lot of times where the art on the cover has nothing to do with the story on the inside. <laughs> right, right. So, well, I heard there was stuff. Um, it happened twice, I think. I heard that they put something on the covers of each one that corresponds to something that will be happening, but they didn't want to reveal yet, or something. No, no. So, um, so at first they did they did you're the villain the offer where Lex Luthor made an offer to a bunch of villains, and then the next banner is Lois you're Lane. the villain, you're the villain, um, dark gifts. Yeah. So that first banner, like. It wasn't reflective of the story. Okay, so they just they were just like throw these out. Initially, and initially they were just like, yeah, we'll just replace it for free, and then they started giving credits to stores. So that's fine. Uh, Marvel announced a Yondu series. Sure, cool. cool. Yondu. Uh, Grant Morrison's Green Lantern will be ending in October, but then it, a return is happening, almost like a season two. So like this first run will be like season one, and then okay. season two. Uh, starting off, that's kind of cool. It's a, it's a interesting concept. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, like that, that book is it puts your brain in a pretzel just like almost immediately. <laughs> There's so much like his his stories do that. They like they're so long winded and it's like you're painting a tapestry, but like a little piece at a time. And then when it all comes together, it all comes together. Doctor, what's wrong with my husband? <laughs> he is suffering from pretzel brain. <laughs> that's me. Um, four of DC's new Secret Six, who have been infected by the Batman Who Laughs, have been revealed. Uh, Shazam, which we saw from that cover, mm-hmm. uh, which has me excited. I can't wait for that book to come out in like two weeks. Uh, Hawkman, Supergirl, and Blue Beetle, all infected. Um, also, Jim Gordon. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. I just, no. I just kind of spoiled something for you guys because I want you guys to read that. My fault. Oh, sorry. No. Um the Legion of Superheroes will introduce a gold lantern to DC continuity, um, which is um, interesting because they have oh. black, white, green, uh, blue, uh, they're indigo technically, violet, orange, and red. And black and white. And, and Black and white, yeah. Did you say black and white already? Yeah, I did. Oh, That's the first okay. two I let off of. So okay. there, there's just like <laughs> a braid. ton. There's a ton. And then there's... Black and white. Ultraviolet, which is a combination... I, I don't know. There's so many lanterns, it's not even funny anymore. Um, this is not even close to what they started out with. Wait, they have white lantern, right? Yes. Yeah, they have the black we lantern, right? We just said right? that yes. like four yeah. times. Oh, wait, uh, did we? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, um, John Constantine Hellblazer returns in an ongoing Black Label series. I gotta say, I'm really liking these, with the exception of the Superman Year One. Uh, like as soon as I heard about it, they were like, "You're gonna put Superman in the military and make him use guns." And I was like, "But, what? but why?" <laughs> he he doesn't. It, it's Can, pointless. Why'd you assemble that woman so quickly? Because you told me to. <laughs> God damn it! That's the best answer ever. <laughs> oh, Forrest Gump. Uh, Superman, Forrest Gump crossover. That's what we need. Let's go. But would. Forrest then get shot in the buttocks? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it would happen. Uh, Marvel teased the next great Justice-inspired super team uh, called Doc Justice and the J-Team, which feels a little weird. Yeah, I right? saw that, and I was just like, wait, I'm sorry, what? That name is kind of bad. Um, I think they're going to use... The uh, J-Team. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, ooh, ooh, guys, guys got to read the room here. That's, uh, that's not good. Uh, I think they're going to use um, hands. Vance. Oh. Um, oh, God, I can't think of his last name, but his name was Justice when he was on the Avengers back in the day, like 
late 90s, early 2000s. I'm old. Um, His name is Justice. <laughs> Justice. Um, Garth Ennis has two Punisher miniseries coming up. Uh, one called Soviet, uh, which comes out in November, and another one called Get Fury, which will be coming out sometime next year. Okie dokie. Uh, so that's it for that. Uh, moving to Worlds of DC. Worlds. Hang on, because there's a lot of shit here, and it's all cool. All coming um, out. Well, not not bad shit. Oh. Not like actual poop. Okay. It's just a slang term. It's already hot up here, man. It, it, it is. It is. All right. So first, my favorite part, Kevin Conroy has been cast as an older version of Bruce Wayne for Crisis on Infinite Earths. hey uh, which makes excited excited. I've seen a lot of rumors about possibly well, casting so Mark Hamill. Did they get Hamill yet? They like I've seen rumors. I've seen nothing concrete, so I don't want to get anybody's hopes up and and have to. I feel like if they have he, Kevin Conroy, they have to have Mark Hamill. Oh, he's so good. He's but he's already been the trickster. Yeah, but on the I, I was actually talking to someone about this yesterday. It's a multiverse thing, though. Yeah, exactly. And you could easily explain that away. Oh, that's that's going to show up a lot here in this first section of news. Like Mark, he he could play a version of the Joker, like um, like Jack Nicholson, or like the Jerker, or like the Jerker. Yeah, just going around messing up everybody's food. So many violations, health code violations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take this jerk seasoning, bitch. Uh, oh God. God, that would be so great to hear Mark Hamill say. Um, so a couple of characters from Black Lightning, which to date have not been part of the Arrowverse, will be in the crossover mm-hmm. and will make their overall Arrowverse debut, which is great. Uh, we got the schedule. So Supergirl is December 8th. Batwoman is Monday, December 9th. Flash is Tuesday, December 10th. And then there's a pause. <laughs> Oh, God. For like a month. Oh, that's right. And then in 2020, Arrow. And then Legends. Tuesday, January 14th. Uh, it, that's a special time. And Legends, Tuesday, January 14th. So that that's at least condensed in one night. Interesting. Um, so, goddamn. Um, CW is looking to add another Arrowverse series in 2020. Uh, I know for a fact they've been pitched Birds of Prey. Okay. But I don't know if they'll do it because they have a movie called uh, Birds of Prey and they think people are stupid. It's just called Birds of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no There's no other stupid subtitle. Name. Yeah. Dude, they should do a question series. Dude, I would love that. I would love that so much. The whole show is one giant conspiracy. Does um, it exist? Oh man, it would it would <laughs> Yeah, I just watched the question I last think... night on the CW. Did you? I think people would be real fucked up about that. <laughs> or you could just give Constantine his show back. Actually, I would prefer it be on um, the DC streaming because yeah. then it would be like you could do more cool stuff with it. Even a bigger budget, too. Uh, Supergirl will appear in Batwoman season one. I don't know if that's a tease, like she shows up on the crossover or if she shows up independently. But we know they're going to they're gonna do a, at least a team up there. Um, the original writer of Crisis uh, on Infinite Earths, Marv Wolfman, he will co-write the Arrow episode, which is kind of Very neat. cool. Kind of neat, yeah. Yeah. Definitely like that. Um, it looks like the Justice League will reportedly appear in Crisis on Infinite Earths possibly multiple times. Oh. Which blew my mind. I was like, um, okay, I want all of this, please. <laughs> please give me all of it now. So are they casting a Batman? I mean, I don't know. Well, we know we have the older Batman, and we know we have Kingdom Come Superman with Brandon Routh. So who the fuck knows, man? The possibilities are endless. Or 
infinite. All right, that's the end of our podcast, <laughs> and uh, it's done forever. Uh, well, that's it. Shut the shit down. <laughs> But wait, I have more news. I have more news. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Manu Bennett was not asked to return as Deathstroke for Arrow's final season, which a little sad, but because hmm. he's such a good Deathstroke. Yeah. He really was. One of the best villains on that show ever. Um, Katana will return in Arrow's uh, final season. Katana. Um, Colton Haynes, uh, a.k.a. Arsenal, was not asked to return as a series regular, but that doesn't mean he's not returning, mm-hmm. so he's just not in a lot. Did he um, lose the weight yet? Oh no, he looked a little, little pudgy. Yeah, a little pudgy. Hey man, no, no disrespect. I'm rocking a dad bod myself, but uh, I mean, it's your job to be in shape. Yeah, but it's not my know. job to be in shape, and, it, it's, and, it, and it if it was, his. I would be. Uh, Stephen Amell confirmed that John Barrowman will be returning for the final yes. season, which is nice. Um, sadly, Brandon Routh is exiting Legends of Tomorrow, which I saw. Um, it was him and the girl that plays Nora Dark, whose name I escapes me at the moment. Um, but, you know, everybody moves on from something eventually. It feels like there's a mass exodus going on from the well, universe. yeah. Because there's been a lot of people just like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I mean, you got to think this whole wave of shows started probably like close to a decade ago. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, and this is 2012, season, I think. Season yeah. eight of Arrow, yeah. So it's been it's been a hot minute. Yes, they've they've done a lot. It just feels I don't know why, but it feels like faster than that to me. Well, I suppose I think it's because of all the stuff going up on streaming services. Yeah, you know, like yeah. those shows existed before they were up on streaming services, and then once they got up there, everyone's like, "Oh shit, never watched this show," and then they just blew through it, just binged it. Yeah, so it feels like a a, a really new and fresh show. To a lot of people, and then you know everybody exiting. It's like whoa! Like I just, I just got here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I feel bad. Hmm. Uh, Sci-fi canceled the Superman prequel Krypton after two seasons. Yeah, uh, they were looking at doing a Lobo spinoff, but they passed on that too. Uh, have you guys seen the uh, Titan season two trailer? No. Mm-mm. Go check. I saw that it was like starting in a few weeks. It is. It's not it like two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited. I think um, Young Justice finishes up its run next week, like three episodes back to back to back. And then Titans is out and then right Titans after that. Titans right after that, yeah. So they're 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 just pushing content, which feels awesome. Um, but check that trailer out. You get first look at Deathstroke. They're releasing three episodes at once. Yeah. Okay. For it's it's the end for Young Justice. Yeah. Not Titans. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, but definitely check out that trailer because you get good looks at just about everybody. You see Superboy, uh, you see Deathstroke, um, you like Raven's even different. Like it's like the characters are, are a lot more comic accurate. Oh, good. Now okay. and and you get like they reference being Teen Titans and then Dick forming a new team. Like it's yes, I said Dick, and I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say his name as often as I can. <laughs> Uh, and then you see Dick and Bruce walking down a hallway. Um, not Dick in Bruce. Dick and Bruce. And I just wanted to be sure I clarified that. Dick and Bruce. <laughs> Dick and Bruce. <laughs> I don't know which way is worse if I had said Bruce and, and Dick or Dick and Bruce. Uh, because they both sound like in instead of and. Hello, I'm Bruce. Dick and Bruce. Bruce and Dick. <laughs> and, or of uh, Bruce and Dick, Dick and Bruce. They're both Bruce wildly, Wood. wildly inappropriate. Uh, moving on, the director of the John Wick series uh, will be assisting uh, and designing reshoot action sequences for Birds of Prey. 
the the movie, not the proposed TV show. Ah, do you guys know who Flula Borg oh. is? Hmm. Flula Borg. Nope. Uh, I've heard the name. He's he's like an actor. Um, I can't Where think do of I know that stuff. name from. You, you've probably seen him in stuff. Like he's shown up in like comedies. Uh, where I've where I know him from, but he's been cast in in the Suicide Squad as a love interest to one of the characters. What has he done? I can't think of it what right now. What has he done? Uh, somebody wants to IMDb that for me. That would be cool. Okay. Uh, and we got problem with that. How do you spell it? F L. That's why I was doing it. F L U L A. Borg, like like from Star Trek. Probably just. Do Borg and find it. Borg. <laughs> He's gonna get a bunch of pictures of oh, Patrick Stewart as the Borg. <laughs> this is the guy who does um oh uh, he does a bunch of stuff. Like I've it, seen him. A bunch I know of stuff. the the music. He does um shit. Tastes you like yogurt. Um have you ever No. Fuck. <laughs> it's out of my out of my brain right now. Hold on. Keep going now. Okay. <laughs> we got an official rating for Joker or yeah. Jerker, depending on how you you know, if you if you're in this thing, uh, it's officially rated R. Yep. Turquoise Jeep. Turquoise Jeep. Turquoise Jeep. If you haven't yeah. heard of Turquoise Jeep, it's hilarious. I'll do it. Um, Gilgord. Very very funny music. Uh-huh. So, anyway, uh, Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam is eyeing a spring 2020 start date uh, alongside Hawkman. So uh, does that mean that? They're already working on Shazam 2 then? Because if that's supposed to not happen until Shazam 3... They better be. (laughs) Unless they're just going to... Unless that movie's going to take a lot of post. Like, a lot of post. But shouldn't it take uh, just as much as Shazam? Please don't do any movies where they're going to need a whole lot of post. Well, the first Shazam didn't need a whole lot of... Well, it's because it was an origin story. Yeah, but it didn't need a whole lot of CG and stuff. True. There was a lot of action sequences. But But why would Black Adam be much uh, different then oh it takes place because warner brothers <laughs> no i can i can see black Adam. i can see black Adam needing a lot more he is CG. a lot more like heavily into like the whole magic stuff so i can i can guess i can well, see it well that and the fact that the time and setting of black adam's origin well who says they're doing that as the story yeah though? exactly oh, we have no true, idea true could be just set at the same time as shazam very little information here okay yeah well that was debunked really quickly <laughs> it was <laughs> love shutting you down so much feels feels right uh and and oh my god there's so much here mcu and their tv stuff oh, god, yeah, d23 jesus we have we have a lot to talk about um so first, Agent and you're gonna get none of it. <laughs> Bye. Uh, going home. <laughs> Agents of Shield <laughs> recruits Agent Carter star Haley Atwell for the final season, which is nice. She, she said it puts a nice bow on on her time as Agent Carter, which is yeah. Because I feel like her show is pr- like just, I love that show. I feel like it was shut down prematurely. I love that show. My wife loved that show. Like one of my best friends, she loved that show. Yeah, and uh, it just. The sass that Agent Carter had in that show <laughs> was phenomenal. It's just a dry, quick wit, that she, and just they just like, no, nah, we're not going to do this anymore. Fuck you. Ah, uh, Dark Phoenix ends its theatrical run as the lowest-grossing <laughs> X-Men movie ever. Wait, it was still playing? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and here's where it gets really funny. Disney reportedly ignored Dark Phoenix after firing the Fox Market team. <laughs> marketing team they were just like fuck y'all this movie it's out we're not gonna think about it anymore we're done it's just like <laughs> well i heard that after 
<laughs> I heard that after the performance of Dark Phoenix, um, they just started shutting movie productions down. Yeah. <laughs> that like that that Fox had everything in the works. Yep. Like people were working on this actively. Like movies halfway shot. You know, and they're just like, um, nope, done. Dark Phoenix, bye, bitch. Dark Phoenix, nope. Dark Phoenix, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> how awful would that be? I mean, look, you do what you got to do. Obvious, yeah. Obviously, it wasn't what they wanted. Obviously, they need to just re clean slate this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's Ghostwriter and Hellstrom shows have been now branded Adventure into Fear, and they're adding more shows under that label. Okay, uh, which you know, it's cool. Um, so I know there's a whole bunch of back and forth on Noah Hawley's Doctor Doom movie, but it's officially it's done. They're like, no, we tried. Like this director from from Noah Hawley, he was like, yeah, we tried to work it out. It was on and it was off and then it was on and it's off. It's officially off. Okay, so, sucks because he's done. Time. He's done a really good job with Legion, so I'm just I'm curious to see what it would what it hmm. look like at the end. Uh, Disney was super unimpressed with. Uh, the X Men spinoff New Mutants. I think they're just going to shuttle that onto Disney Plus and then never talk about it ever again. I mean, because it's already done. It's supposed to have been out a year and a half ago. So uh-huh. I mean, uh, so this broke late. Wait, I'm sorry. New Mutants came out. No, no it, was it was supposed, supposed to, have to a year and a half ago. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. They're just they're just not happy about it. It's like nope. It's been done for a year and a half, and they've just been doing reshoots basically and just holding on to it. I mean, I mean, oh, at that point, wow. just redo the entire movie. exactly like. Stupid. Uh, this just broke this afternoon. Uh, Ryan Coogler is returning to direct Black Panther 2, mm-hmm. which is releasing May 6, 2022. Uh, so that's, that's a bit a, far off. but it, it is, but they've already yeah. announced that's the first movie we know about in Phase 5. Oh, my God. Holy phase shit. 5. That'll be Phase 5. <sighs> well, I mean, we know about Blade, but we don't we don't have a and date. Know like, that Captain, that's a date. Captain Marvel 2 is going to happen. Was that Phase 4 or 5? Five. Five. So we know that's happening at yeah. also at some point. I feel I feel like they're using phase four to build up all these new tent poles mm-hmm. basically with, without putting without the theatrical releases. Yeah. So then phase five they can just boom, you know this person, this person. Yep. And just just go yeah. like balls to the wall. Yep. With like big movies for each of those like um Disney Plus show characters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm really so. Dude, there's so much stuff there, which I we're gonna, I love. we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. I love. There's yeah. so much. Okay. All right. John Favreau is not really looking into uh, directing another MCU film, but he's happy just to continue playing happy. Uh, God I sh- damn it! I hate you. Uh, yeah. Look, it, it it says content. I actually wrote content, but uh, you know, sometimes it changes things on the fly. You did better. I did. I did. Dad jokes. Hashtag dad jokes. Hashtag Chris Cape. Uh, <laughs> Richard Ryder's Nova actually appeared in the Endgame final battle scene in the background of the shot, according to the Russo brothers, which is kind of neat. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and find it now. Uh, Howard... I can't believe I'm about to say this. Howard the Duck will return in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, awesome. He's shown up so many places. And, like He's never... like Aside from that one moment where he spoke in line at the end of Guardians 2... I think, I think it was. it was too, yeah. Like outside of that, he's just, well, just a little. He's, here he is on screen. I remember seeing it in that, an Endgame when we went to the theater. Yeah, was, I was he like, in it? Yeah, is that motherfucking Howard the Duck? <laughs> it was. <laughs> <sighs> so dumb, but I love it. Uh, Martin Freeman confirms <laughs> that Everett Ross is returning for Black Panther two. 
which is cool. Uh, Gemma Chan is in joining the uh, Eternals and will be the first actor to hold two roles in the in a cinematic universe. What did she do before? Uh, she was Minerva in Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. Uh, but, I mean, the, the makeup will be completely different. Yeah. I think she's going to be Cersei, if I remember correctly. I think they just sure. did a whole bunch of those today. Cool. Uh, the Endgame uh, VFX supervisor was promoted to uh, a directorial role on the Eternals, which is it's nothing but a good thing because VFX on Endgame were very, very well done. Uh, Kit Harrington of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. fame is joining the MCU in the Eternals as Dane Whitman, a.k.a. Black Knight. Um, that's not a race thing. It's just a color of his armor. His armor. He's, he's not I, actually I black. I think you were the only one that was thinking that. I just wanted to make sure it was clear. I don't. I think there were people that were listening that that are listening to this that are thinking, is he actually black? No, Kit Harrington is not black. <laughs> so they're just, we're, thank you. I'm there with you, listener. I appreciate you. I love you. Man, type of... Talk about being typecasted. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Listen, we know you just spent like your formative years <laughs> as like a medieval character ish. Huh. Let's put you back in armor. <laughs> How about you do that again and make more money <laughs> and have a less grueling schedule? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited for this. Fin Fang Foom will appear in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> I will say it again, and I'll gladly say it again. Fin Fang Foom will appear in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. <laughs> no, why do I know Fin Fang Foom? He's a giant dragon. That's why I know, yes. Okay. <laughs> a giant talking yes. dragon. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it just it makes me so happy. I think we talked about this before. Loki will be six one-hour episodes on Disney+. Plus. I think we might have, yeah. Yeah, I think we may have mentioned it. All right. Uh, here's pretty huge about Disney+. Plus. So during an investor's call, the CEO of Disney re- revealed that it will be a $12.99 bundle for Disney+, Plus, Hulu, and ESPN+. Plus. Holy yeah. shit. That's, that's, that's dirt insane. cheap. Ad-free? Uh, that not. I don't know. That I don't know. I'm going to say no. And I'm going to say, I'm going to make a prediction, $20, all of it ad-free. I mean, I'm actually going to switch to exclusively streaming very shortly, like when this comes out uh, on November 12th, um, just to just to roll. That's all I've ever. That's all I've ever been. Um, I'll stream. I'm excited. Uh, Disney Plus will crack down on password sharing by using AI. So I don't know that we'll be able to share, but I'm gonna have it. I don't care. It, I mean, yeah, if we I'm, can't, I'm getting it as well. I'm it, dropping Netflix and doing that. Yeah, because Netflix, uh, there's Stranger Whoa. Things. I don't know. I was we'll just see. about to say where they got Stranger Things. I'm <laughs> <laughs> middle watching season three right now. I don't know. It's nothing to do with this. I'm sorry. Uh, Endgame will hit Disney Plus on December 11th this year, uh, even though it's you know already out. I figure they would have put that out at launch. Mm, apparently not. Apparently not. Hmm. Um, Christmas incentive. Yes, that's what that is. Uh, Marvel Television will be doing, will be producing the Disney Plus Marvel TV shows, um, as well as whatever they're doing on broadcast and Hulu and all that stuff. And then they, oh boy, they confirmed multiple TV shows. Tell us what they are, Michael. So we have She Hulk. Mm-hmm. We have Miss Marvel. Ooh, and we have my favorite Moon Knight. Mm. I'm uh. 
I'm thrilled for this. Starring Keanu Reeves. So did they say who the actors are? Mm-mm, nothing. Nothing yet. I mean, it could be going on right now. They could have released more information. I'm not going to pull out my, my phone or switch apps. Love the title designs, by the way. Oh, me too. I looked at I looked at those and I, I couldn't help thinking, man, they look really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm happy you picked up on that. Thank you. Uh, which was huge for me because once I saw Loki, I thought, well... Someone's just on something, <laughs> and I mean, they're, they're, they're just dropping the ball now. They're very faithful to like designs from the comics, but like, why? Like, you you saw the Loki design, right? The Loki design, all right. I mean, I could I could pass on that one, but the others I thought looked great. Oh, sure, yeah. Eh. Eh. Falcon and Winter Soldier was a little weird too. Um, I, I thought like the like the graphics that they used. I watched like a video and it, it just in motion. I was just like, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't care. It's a t- it's a title card. Well, the Hawkeye, like, the Hawkeye one. That's directly from comics and it looks great. Fucking great. Yeah. So, so anyway, a couple of these motherfuckers dropped the ball. I bet you it was the same dude. <laughs> He's got to go. Clip him. Did you see see the shit that Dirk put out? <laughs> Dirk's got to go. What do you do, Loki? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Shit. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know how you're going to feel about this move, uh, Sam, because it's kind of the same shit that happened with Ed Gein. Uh Spider-Man Far From Home is returning yep. to theaters with a new action scene no! for Labor Day weekend. Why? It's four extra minutes. Why? It's, just, it's so dumb. It's, I mean, just, why don't you just leave it in the movie the first time? Well, that four minutes is not going to make or break the movie for well, me. But here's the thing. Disney wants to get everything they can out of Spider-Man. Yeah, we're be- about we're about to go there. We're about to go there. Because the re-release, they get um what's it? 5%, like 5% of the, of of the like front first... ends of the first day of the release. So if people go back to see the movie, which I probably they will. get more money. <laughs> I'll probably go see it again. Uh so fun. I got to take my wife to see it. Yeah. Um uh, we got to get sitter and all that good stuff. So. All right. Uh I won't do this part, but I got to so there's a whole breakup between Sony and and Disney about Spider-Man. Spider-Man will no longer be in the MCU as of right now. It's still still I can't um hear you. <laughs> still developing. There's there's always a chance, but I saw like today Marvel Kevin and Tom Holland both address the crowd and were like, "Yeah, Spider-Man will, will no longer be in the MCU." Which it seems goddamn stupid. It really does. Because I've seen multiple reports of different takes of the story. One is like Disney wanted to go 50-50 on it with, with Sony. Mm-hmm. Sony balked at that. Um, once, it, once report said that like they wanted Marvel Kev to produce. And unless he was it, producing, they, they wouldn't would make do it. And, it. and Marvel said no. But like on both sides, like, guys, this movie just made you a billion dollars. And you're about to re-release it, so it's going to probably be a billion and a half dollars. It is, to date, Sony's biggest biggest movie. movie. So, what? I'm a business major, right? And no angle that I looked at this from made any kind of business sense well, it's whatsoever. All bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's stupid. It's stupid. Um, they they in this in this press release they didn't rule out anything in the future, but uh, man, how stupid! Yeah, how dumb. And but hey, we finally get Spider-Man and Venom together. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we could have uh, gotten face. them in the MCU. 
Yeah, like that was the thing. Like, like Disney wanted to incorporate oh, Venom. Yeah, they're like, yeah, just fuck it. Like, let's let's do this deal, and then you guys can work characters in, and we're cool with it. And so I was like, nah, nah, bruh. Yeah, which also feels kind of like a dick move because think about all the work that Disney did. Like, and they just kind of want to be paid for that work. Yeah, like, but that, it was also yeah they fronted part of all the, of the production. Part cost. of it though was that the initial deal Sony originally was okay with doing fifty fifty, and Marvel was like, "Fuck no, we want more." And so that's where a lot of the stuff now is coming back to bite them in the ass because now Disney's saying, "Okay, now we do fifty fifty. And so I was like, "What? No, 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 we're not doing that now. You guys it's like we screwed just over made, the first time. We just made you a billion dollars. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that again? Because you know that's going to happen again, especially with the ability to cross over with other characters. So, so what are you gonna do? Kill Uncle Ben again? Like? So, you do another origin story like I, with Tom Holland, which is conf- like I'm a guy who's able to follow this logically, and it's going to again put my brain in a pretzel. So, and it hasn't gotten out of the first pretzel yet, so it's double pretzel. <laughs> uh, um, so I, I looked up just reading after story after story after story about this whole debacle. Maybe crying a little bit too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and I. One name kept popping up, Tom Rothman, head of Sony, right? And so I looked him up, and it seems that someone has messed with his Wikipedia description. Oh, no. And it is, I was like crying, laughing (laughs) the first time I read it. Because, you know, I'm just looking him up, expecting just a normal bio. And here's, here's what I got. Took a screenshot of it in case someone ever changes it. Thomas Edgar Rothman is a poor guardian to Peter Parker. <laughs> His time at Fox proves he's a Hydra agent and is enacting yet another desperate attack on S.H.I.E.L.D. With Steve Rogers no longer available to be targeted, a he- the heat now moves on to Peter. <laughs> oh, Wikipedia is uh, phenomenal. Thank you, uh, whoever did that. Yeah. So, look, if you want to be proactive about it, sign a petition somewhere. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's going to change anything, but what the hell. So one thing I that um that Marvel Kev said kind of like uh rubbed me the wrong way. Um he was like, "Yeah, we made these five great movies. We knew we had a finite amount of time with the character and we did the story with the character that we wanted to do." Like but did you? Because you kind of left it in a spot where it was like, yeah, we have more story to tell. Yeah. And you also, you know, left fucking Stark's whole thing to this person who's no longer going to be in your universe. So I, I think that's why I think they're going to reboot it. Because he's, Holland signed up for two more movies. Yeah. Uh, and now, apparently, Marvel and Marvel and, and, and as well as Disney and Sony are fighting over John Watts as a director. Really? So, like, it's it's just a absolute mess. Um, it's not fun. It's not fun. Uh, and it, it's cool. It's interesting and kind of cool that this snuck out. Sorry. Uh, Marvel Kev worked on Venom secretly. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that, yeah. So I was Ooh, just like, huh. Why? Interesting. <laughs> What, what, what parts did he work on? Yeah. <laughs> what did he get? What did he give you? I, I don't know. Speaking of Venom, Venom Two, um, Michelle Williams confirms her return, and Sony is developing a live action Spider Gwen movie. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm cool with that. 
I, I, I don't even know. By the way, Mike. Yes? You are going to Keystone tomorrow. Hi. Right? Yeah. Tom Hong will be there. Hi. You need to get an I'm sorry for your loss condolence card. <laughs> and when you meet him, give it to him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I'm, I'm going to get the chance because I don't know what the, what the line is going to look like. So you tell people to pass it up. I'm sure everybody will do it. That's true. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. Great. If it happens, I'll you know, be thrilled. And right in the card, like, From hey, Tom Holland, can you do, like, at the Twisted Cape <laughs> and take a picture with the, <laughs> with the card? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I think I'm going to wear my shirt. So if I do get, a, like, a, a picture with him, yeah, awesome. snap a picture. We'll see. I don't know how much that's going to be. Oh, I don't Probably know. We'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to video games, uh, rounding yep. out the news, Sony buys Marvel Sp- Spider-Man developer Insomniac Games, yes. which people are talking about boycotting because of this whole... Oh, fuck that. No, I love Insomniac. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, no, we're not we're not doing anything that you do with Spider-Man. Fuck you, Sony, which is interesting. Uh, we were talking about this before we started recording. Uh, Marvel's Avengers released nearly 20 minutes of gameplay yes, footage. the Marvelous Avengers. <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> 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 Mom, can we get Marvel's Avengers? <laughs> nah, we got Marvel's Avengers at home. <laughs> it's like definitely not. We have the Avengers. <laughs> uh, so Marvel Ultimate Alliance uh, 3 is releasing a DLC called Curse the Vampire on September 30th. Uh, this is the expansion pack uh, that will add Blade, Moon Knight, Morbius, and the Punisher as playable characters, as well as a new mode called Gauntlet Mode. Um, and endurance mode, and there will be new infinity rifts, which is kind of neat. The Joker, or the Jerker, depending, has been confirmed for Mortal Kombat 11, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of neat. And finally, Square Enix said that uh, Marvel's Avengers would continue to expand for years to come. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse's real excited. (laughs) That's sarcasm, in case you couldn't pick that up. And that's your news. All right, so let's move into the final season of Jessica Jones, the final season of the final Netflix Marvel show. That's a lot of finality there. It's over. It's dead. Jesus, buried. that was like a very intense stare you just gave me after that. It was. <laughs> so sometimes I get real serious. It doesn't happen very often, as as I'm sure you can tell if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time. Uh, I've been I've said the jerker like seventy times tonight alone. Uh, so, uh, Jesse, you want to quick give a rundown of the plot for the season? I'm not what's ready a, for this? What, what's a what's what, what's a, what's a rundown? Per, what okay. is a rundown? Yeah. So I'm just gonna read exactly from the review, which is now live at the twistedcape.com. Yes. Don't, don't give it all to him. Don't give it all. Just just, just, a, a, just, just a paragraph. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the season begins with Jessica returning to her private investigator roots, taking on the odd job here and there. One day, Dorothy Walker, who's Trisha... odd job from Goldeneye. Yes, odd job from Goldeneye. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, She's wearing a hat now. (laughs) It's really tiny. (laughs) Last last season, last Netflix show, they really went for it. Just fuck it. Just fuck it. We do what we want now. (laughs) One day, (laughs) Dorothy Walker, who's Trisha's mother, uh, comes to Jessica asking for help as Trisha had gone missing. Initially refusing, as she was still upset over, you know, Trish killing her mother, uh, Jessica eventually agrees and begins tracking down Trish. 
So after a confrontation, Jessica discovers that the process that Trish underwent in the previous season succeeded and she obtained powers. As the season proceeds, Jessica is attacked and seriously injured. And while tracking down the person responsible, she summons upon a man named Gregory Salinger, an extremely intelligent and extremely dangerous serial killer. Over the course of the season, Jessica teams up with Trish and begins tracking down and attempting to stop Salinger from killing anyone else. Okay. That's, That's good. Short little synopsis. This? Nice. Um, so, uh, I know you're not done yet, Sam, uh, that, and that's okay. You're almost, I, you're almost done. Uh, I actually realized when I started, I had not completed season two. Um, I still had, like, the very last episode of season two, <laughs> and I was like, how the fuck have I not watched this yet? So I just watched it real quick before I got started, and then rolled, like, I just, like, eyes, like, were taped open just watching season three, and just watched it all in, like, oh a God, day. so good. You watched it all in a day? I almost. watched it all in a weekend. How? Um... Well, my kids watch stuff on YouTube, and the other one sleeps a lot. And I have no life. Mm, Damn. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I got it. Though. No commitments or I, attachments. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything else though. I lived on the couch. Yeah. Um, it was awesome, and it felt good. Like I, it was like being in my twenties again. Uh, so, so let's talk about overall. Like, what? Where does this rank in seasons of Jessica Jones for you? Two. Um, probably have to go two. I put it's two like, behind the Kilgrave season, yeah, the very first season, yeah. um, just because. But I it's don't like know, man. barely behind it, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very. Uh, so what I liked about the season was that the villain for this season was just smarter than Jessica, and I think that works well with her. Because uh, yeah. in season two, you had someone that was like physically her equal, um, and it just wasn't as good. And I'm um, set aside the fact that it was just poorly written all around. Yeah, but. The it's fact not I'm the Iron Fist of Kun Lun. Yeah. Okay. It's just, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I could just have that reaction as <laughs> like a ringtone. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think Jessica works best when her villain is just outpacing her at every single move that she makes. And that's what we got for the season, and it was just great. Yeah. I mean she's she's really smart on her own. She is. But, um, but she was behind the eight ball with this guy and the thing i actually also liked is that you didn't know that there was a real villain until about four episodes deep four was it five i don't know something you, like that yeah. yeah but like like when you finally introduced the sound because you like it kind of like you're just like all right you're getting caught up with jess and trish and and malcolm which is boring um, yeah and jerry Jerry's kind of villainous at times in this season. But I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I just love her. Yeah. Yeah. She is awesome. Uh, I was like midway through this season uh-huh. and then they announced that Matrix was happening again. And I was yeah, and I like, was like, fuck Trinity. <laughs> I ain't going to go see that shit. I don't know how it's going to. Uh, oh, that's, what, that's, that's, not, that's not the point of this. Uh, so uh, I got to say one of the characters I actually really enjoyed the arc actually i so when i watched the show i thought about it i was watching it through the lens of okay i know this is the final one mm-hmm. like with that sense of finality yeah. um so i was thinking about this season and and connecting threads for the series as a whole yeah i love malcolm's character arc from the very beginning up until the very end yeah i could see that cuz he started out so low he he was an addict he was, you know, you were just like, you, you almost like, why is this guy here? Yeah. 
He cleans himself up. He turns himself around. He makes some shitty decisions. And he bangs a hooker. Just, just a few. While he has a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, but he grows a lot. Um, he hits a baseball player with a car. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the guy was a problem. <laughs> That that one exchange is like like I wasn't even looking. I think he might have been jerking off, and I was like, "Why did you say that? That's a weird thing to say to somebody." Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that was interesting, but um, yeah, I thought he he changed a lot, and, and outside of Jess, obviously, I, I thought he had a strong character development arc. I think just for this season alone, my favorite though was Trish. Um, which is strange because Trish was awful in the last season. Yeah. Um, so I just love like seeing her like embrace her powers and stuff and like take on this mantle of the hero and then just slowly watching her descend into madness and just until she realizes that she is the villain. It wasn't slow because as she was saying certain things, I was like, that bitch has crazy eyes. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not yeah, messing I mean, with yeah, her. Yeah, you could see it, but like it wasn't like from like one second to the next. It was a bit of a slow burn there. Dude, the one picture that Salinger took of like trish trying to like cut salinger's throat oh yeah that is probably like one of the more disturbing pictures like i've seen in a long time yeah it's pretty freaky like it's it's very basic but like just the faces of you know her Mm -hmm. and salinger you know just complete darkness and then you just see like a knife her face his face like it's creepy as shit so i kind of want to really get into the character stories here. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with Jess because okay. this is a Jessica Jones it's show. About her. <laughs> this season does a really good job of making her vulnerable. Like it, it completely tears away a lot of that character armor that she has. Yeah, she spends the first. You know, she gets hurt initially, and I, and I think it's the first time we really see her get hurt. Yeah, she loses her spleen. That's <laughs> <laughs> a redundant organ, anyway. <laughs> she's like your your liver and your kidneys basically do that job. I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> it's not, it's not a good thing. It, yeah, no, you can't live without it. It's <laughs> just you'd rather have it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know she struggles with being a hero. I think in this season a lot. She doesn't want to be the. She hero. doesn't want to be. Uh, <laughs> Reminds me of Kit She doesn't want to be a public hero. Yeah, and yeah. She, but like she constantly finds herself being forced to be the hero because no one else will yeah. or can. Um, and I just think she she completes the arc that started back in season one, where you know, you know, she's she's playing checkers while everybody while her villain is playing chess, mm-hmm. and eventually she starts playing chess, but by that time, like shit has seriously gone down. And she even shows like remorse, despite despising Dorothy the way that I did, uh, <laughs> almost, because uh, I hated her. Um, but I, I thought she, her her character was was strong start to finish. Uh, Dorothy? No, no, Jessica. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, any, anything else you want to add about Jess? I mean, she's just great. I, yeah. Chris Ritter is just a phenomenal yeah. character. As an actress, man, she just nailed it. Like the the points, the points, like the one that really got me was when she was actually prepping to go to Dorothy's funeral, and she's like sobbing, like trying to hold it together, and she's just breaking. Yeah, that like, was that was. Pretty I was like, good. wow, that was a really good scene. Like, cause it cause it made me feel sad, even though I hated. <laughs> I let me express this. Hated that character. Yeah. No, that was that was really good. Um, 
I, I, I think throughout the whole season, though, they they did a great job of letting you into like these little like micro moments. Yeah. With her. Yeah. That's like, all right, she's doing this thing, but critical to her growth, though. Yeah. Um, you could just tell she didn't she didn't really want to, but it's just like, uh, she hates giving a shit. That's, she really does. That's her mantra. She's trying to live up to what her mom wanted her to be at first. That, and, that's a huge theme throughout for like every yeah. single character. Yeah. And and then she like kind of is like, fuck that. And then at the end, like I love that last scene. The last scene of the show mm-hmm. uh, where she's getting ready to leave. Get on the bus. bus to Mexico and Kilgrave just shows up saying, do it. Yeah. Just do it. Leave. Run away like you always do. And then she turns around and goes back. So, just fuck you basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh, let's move on to, uh, I'll do Eric, the, uh, the guy with the, who can tell when somebody's done something yes. bad. Yes. So this guy I forgot about him. Interestingly, <laughs> he was Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. Really? <laughs> I was like, I don't know where I've seen this guy before. So I did a quick IMDb while I was watching the show and I was like, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. I've watched that movie. Awful movie. Awful movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but, uh, you know, it's fun to watch. <laughs> um, I thought he was a plot device for the most part. Oh, my God. He is a walking, talking plot device. <laughs> like, literally a moral compass. <laughs> it's like... You don't, nothing... know, you don't know what's good and bad. You but don't have it... a good moral compass, Jess. What... Well, here's one for you. <laughs> what's weird is... And you can bang it, too. This series would have... This, this season would not have been possible without him. But he holds zero actual value. Yeah, I I really don't remember much about him. Uh, don't, I, I don't know if it's because I watched it two months ago or because he was that insignificant. He was but, pre- like he like there was a point where I'm pretty sure he disappeared for like four straight episodes. Yeah, no, I remember that. He was that. not and there. He was just gone. And then like, all of a sudden, like, I'm like, oh yeah, you. Oh, you're here. <laughs> where the fuck have you been? Uh, you know what? I don't care. Well, it's like, the, you know what? Never mind. Just get out. Leave. Well, what happened was Jess, Jess and Trish were like, okay, we're going to team up now. And then he was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that with you guys. And they're like, okay, well, we chose this life. I guess you didn't choose to have your power. And he's like, damn right. So he just walked off, and that's where he... That's where he sat for about four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is hilarious, because like, this guy's important to the plot i did air quotes around important because you guys can't see that uh but we should should just do like a throat clear like instead of air quotes he's important there we go there we go uh all right so let's do trish now god do you have to i i i liked it i like it was a lot better than season two Let's just say that up front. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I thought from an actor standpoint, she did some pretty amazing physical stuff. She did. Like that one scene towards the end where she has her foot on Hogarth's chest. That's her doing that. Like that's that's that inc- requires flexibility, balance, and control. Like... I saw that. I was like, all right, it's really impressive. And like a lot of the exercise stuff, you can tell she's doing like hardcore parkour. Uh, <laughs> dude, I was literally laughing out loud in the beginning of the season when she was like in, you know, training to uh-huh. to, to be whatever. I, I'm I know like, what scene you're talking about. I was yeah. like, this, this, like, 
This looks like some dude just anybody could do this shit. Like, why? Why do you? It's like you you're just, building her up to be a superhero, and this looks like some like amateur on like American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> it, like, I was thinking about that. Like, she's like, she ran up the planks and then down the planks and then jumped on <laughs> yeah. the monkey bars and got like two monkey bars deep stupid, and then fell. Yeah. And I was like, my three year old can do that. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but check it out. She can see in the dark. Superpower. Eh. 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 Uh, all right. <laughs> dumb. Um. But she's right. powered now, guys. So a couple things. I can see in the dark. A couple things about her. Uh, going th- that that moment, going in, in the costume store, going through the costumes where you get to see <laughs> yes. her her like original costume. That was kind of fun. Like, it was a nice uh, callback to season one. Also, but they've and, done that a couple times. They yeah. did it with yeah. Luke Cage. They did it with Jessica Jones. They did it with Trish. Um, you know, but it's just poking fun. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's, fun. it's fun. It's it's a good time. Um, so, I just I felt like like. Trish, when they did that story, her her specific episodes, like three times throughout the season, it completely disrupts the flow of the season. I did notice that. Uh, that's something I did mention in the review as well, was that um, the, about, you get to about episode seven, you got a nice pace going with the show, and then it just comes to a screeching halt, because then it spends the next three episodes explaining what Trish was doing in the background up to that point. And I was looking at it like, why? And I was like, I, okay, you I guess, that in. I, I guess, I but I don't really care, but I, sure. There was never a moment where, where during some of this stuff, I was like, well, where's Trish? Because mm-hmm. she's already in the episode. Like, yeah. so I don't... So I was like, I don't really I don't care. need all that extra background. I, oh, she's doing push-ups in her, in her hotel room? I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> like, that means nothing to me. And also, they revisited that time, like, three times. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's an episode, like... I think it was... Episode 11, the one I'm on now. Um, I had, like, the whole episode was just rehashing 10. Yeah. Yeah. But, but from, from a different, different viewpoint. Point of view. yeah. I was like, but, what Which the wasn't fuck? even that significant. No. Exactly. No. It was just like, uh, okay, why are we doing that? I seriously considered just skipping it altogether. You wouldn't going, have missed anything. Yeah, going to you, 12. Would, you would have missed nothing. 12 was, was pretty impactful. Um, I guess she went to her mom's apartment and found... The picture of her mom that Salinger yeah. took, and that's about it. Like so, yeah, basically. So, I'll, I'll wrap in Dorothy here as well. Um, Do you have to. I, I'm not. I don't want to talk about her by herself. Um, clearly, I hated Dorothy, <laughs> um, but because you got this, Mike. But yeah, okay, cool, thanks. You got this. I hated her because no matter what, she was a piece of shit. As an individual. Yeah. There is no development of her character. You see her went with Trish as a kid and then kind of as a teenager and as an adult. And every single time she's a piece of garbage, Mm -hmm. like the worst possible parent. Like I'm a parent. I'm not the best parent in the world, but I'm not that. And I think that's like if I ever become that, just somebody shoot me right in the face. Like tell me it's coming too, so that I know (laughs) how much of a piece of shit that I've been. Because she was the worst character of pretty much any Netflix Marvel show at all. Uh, try me. Please, uh, God, try me. Stokes. Mm. I mean, it was fun. It got fun after a while. <laughs> it's Dylan Stokes. Stokes. <laughs> no. Oh, my. I think I, I think I dislike Stokes more than, uh, no, more than Dorothy. Because, I mean, she even held more value early on. When she killed Cottonmouth and took over, she, she was at least fun to watch for ah, a little bit you're right god damn it yeah worst character possible and and this is this is 
in a, in a universe where we had Iron Fist written the way Iron Fist was written. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, sorry. Let's move on to Salinger. Okay. I thought he was complex. I thought he was interesting. And immediately when, she, when they walked in his apartment, I was like, this motherfucker's a serial killer. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, she walked in and, and there's like six degrees up on the wall. I'm like, he's, he's, a, he's a serial killer. <laughs> I've watched enough serial killer shows uh, to know that, that guy's a serial killer. <laughs> Dude, I just got so, like, so pissed off the first time that Jess went to his apartment. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God, stuff, you're hurting me, oh my God. Like... Those people, I want to punch so mm-hmm. hard right in the fucking mouth. Like I, well, I had like I had like a physical reaction to that. To be fair, he did have a real punchable face. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you just see, like just seeing that guy, I'm like, man, I just want to kind of fucking hit you. Like I feel bad saying that, but I just, I just really want to hit you uh-huh. square in the face. Yeah, I'll feel really good about it, and then maybe later feel a little bad because I assaulted you. But I just want to just deck the shit out of you. No, you don't, you don't feel bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we were talking about. I loved how smart he was. I love how he like he was playing five D chess. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was always so far ahead, of Jessica. Not just Jessica. Everyone, Hogarth, I mean... the cops. Like when they find the bodies, right? Oh like he had it rigged to. He's like, he's like, well, go ahead, go in there. I dare you. Yeah. And then the powder starts dropping in. It's like, well, <laughs> this is this could be it. And then Trish saved Jess, uh, you know, sidekick. Because she's powered now. Because she's powered. She saw. I was like, she was able she, to she save see, her because she saw in the she dark. She saw in the dark. Yeah. She knew where to find her. Yeah. I mean, she did get, like, increased agility. And she did, yes. Yeah. Did she? Yes. She, she did. jumped off a building. She got thrown out a fucking window and then just landed. Yeah. On but, her feet so, like so here's where I take issue with, yeah, uh, like, super strength didn't come with the package. No way you're getting thrown out of a fucking window and landing on your feet with no damage to you whatsoever without additional strength. Endurance? No. No. Bone bone elasticity? Mm, No. (laughs) Sorry. Doesn't work. Her whole thing was so full of shit. Yeah, I mean, they they took a character that's fairly straightforward and made it super confusing. Like I just didn't. Like okay, so oh, she can. Oh wait, I forgot. She can catch a cell phone on her foot. Oh yeah, but once, once, only, only once. once, only once. Everybody only, gets one. Only when it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, a Roger Rabbit. Oh yes, you got it. <laughs> that's a, that's a Roger <laughs> Rabbit for everybody right there. <laughs> uh, I didn't know if anybody's gonna get that. Uh, I, t- I, t- I took a risk and it paid off and I'm happy. Oh man! <laughs> Just re- I'm gonna go home and watch Roger Rabbit now. You could have gotten out of those cuffs the entire time. <laughs> Not any <Not> time. <laughs> Only when it was funny. <laughs> anyway, all right, back to Trish. How our powers suck. All right. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So we talk about Trish. We're talking about Salinger. Uh, uh, Salinger. <sighs> I just felt like he had a law degree, so why didn't he... And he's clearly smarter than everybody else. Why didn't he just represent himself? Because think about it. Not only do you have to you know, deal with Hogarth, who's been notoriously been in bed with Jessica over time, you have to pay legal fees 
So why are you paying legal fees for something that you could likely do yourself? Probably because it makes them seem more like a vulnerable person in mm-hmm. the courts. I suppose. Yep. It, it just it struck me as odd. Listen, if you ever represent yourself in court, you're a prick. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> so. Point in case. Uh, uh, Malcolm... I'm any just other kidding. side? If you can do that, it's cool. Yeah, you're a prick. <laughs> uh, any other side characters? Malcolm, uh, the cop whose name escapes me right now. Uh, oh, like we kind of already talked yeah. about Malcolm, right? Yeah, Jerry. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, Hogarth. Yeah, she did some shitty stuff. This yeah, year. she did. <laughs> she did. Damn. She did. Uh, all while having ALS. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially dead, but. I'm gonna keep fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> I love her though. I just can't not like She's her. She's a badass. Dude. She, is. Listen, she really is. Listen, man, I might not be able to walk, but I'm gonna strut. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, basically. That's pretty much her personality in a nutshell. She's like, uh, oh, you have a husband. She she reminded me a lot of Sarah Lance from Legends of Tomorrow. She's Mrs. Steely old girl, man. Yeah. Like, all day, every day. <laughs> she had and no remorse about it either. Uh, I love that they didn't just make her a plot device. And I actually love how they dealt with the concept of ALS and how it's a like a, a death sentence and how she was like, Jess, you're the only person I know that can... Like, and then Jess like, shot holes in her argument so yeah. hard. She was like, well, how am I supposed to know? You're looking a little shaky today. <laughs> am I supposed to just shove it down your throat now? Yeah. And it was just... That was a, a hard scene to watch. It that, was. That was really good. Probably one of my favorite. It was. It was. Also because it's it's Chief Snarky Jess right there. Yeah. Like it's which is just great. Yeah. In, <laughs> it's a, my favorite. in a in an incredibly serious like circumstance yeah. as well. Uh which just shows that she operates on a whole different level than everybody else. Yeah. All right. So uh as this wraps up here, this is the end of Netflix. The Netflix Marvel the stuff. End of all of Netflix? Yep, they're done. <laughs> they sold Shutting out. it down. Just burning this thing to the ground. <laughs> we did good, fellas. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> we're, we're, we're done with <laughs> we're, we're done with the office. We're done with Marvel. We have nothing. Here's Stranger Things for one more season and then it's That's over. That's it. <laughs> uh, how hilarious would that be if we just logged into Netflix one day and the only thing on there was Stranger Things? <laughs> I mean, they're making new stuff all the time. It's like stuff that I'm like, yeah, they, why am I yeah, watching they are, this? but it's just like, why are you... Ma- anyway, that's not the point of this. Yeah. The Witcher? <laughs> what? Uh, so this is the end. This is the end of this stuff. How did you guys feel about, overall, the Netflix version of MCU? Oh, man, I wasn't prepared for this. It no, was... I just, just, like, I just only thought about it because, like, that's how I watched the show. Sure. It it started on such a strong note with oh, season Daredevil. one of Daredevil. Oh. And then it just went through so many ups and downs the entire way. Coaster, oh agree. my god. All of their season twos were awful. Yeah. No, Daredevil. It no, wasn't as good as it one wasn't or three. That great. It oh, wasn't come as on. Good. I, I love two. The See, action was it wasn't, fucking awesome. It wasn't two. bad. It just didn't hold up to one or three. It It's I, one, three, two? I almost want to put three. Yeah, like the, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Uh, it's another Jessica Jones source situation yeah. there. Like it I think could go either way. Yeah, I think Daredevil three is better than everything. Oh, man. It's just it, I don't disagree. That just like feeling of like concern and like that palpable tension throughout season three of Daredevil was just oh they did such a good job, and and then um, Luke Cage season one that was 
season one was good. It was good. decent. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I would I would say Daredevil three, then, um, Luke Cage. Oh no, I'm going Jessica Jones one. And then Jessica Jones one. I'd have to say Daredevil three, just one, just three. Okay. 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 Uh, I mean, Defenders didn't live up to the promise. No, it didn't. Which is ah, see, I'm not, I'm not even counting the Defenders. It has to, you have to because it's it's because it's, it's all of them. I don't, I don't count that as like an individual series. But it was. It, it was what eight. It's episodes? like a team up movie. Yeah, but it was like eight eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I gotta count it. I mean, it wasn't like I'd probably put that dead in the middle. I yeah. I gotta say I rewatched that series because I enjoyed it. I, I'm not saying it's it's bad. I, I didn't actually, rewatch anything else. I liked it a lot, like because you got a lot of Misty in that. Oh man, oh. Misty. Uh, oh Misty. Uh, oh man, like, we probably have to do a, a show where we just yeah. wrap all the all that stuff up. But yep, uh, I, I thought I thought it was strong. I, I think this season was strong as compared to all the other Netflix stuff. Um, yes. And it, it was kind of sad to see it go, but I mean, we talked about earlier news. We're getting so much stuff, dude. Listen, We're getting so much stuff. Listen, as long as you look good walking away, that's true. That's true. Hey, don't look back either. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it for Jessica Jones season three, which you can see on Netflix right now, and you can check out our season three review on thetwistercape.com. Please yep. do that as soon as you can. All right, uh, let's move into Hush. Yeah, so moving on from Marvel, going over to DC. Switching from Marvel to DC. 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 Uh, All right, so I watched it, well, we all watched it on the DC Universe um, streaming service. Unless you bought a Blu-ray. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get that, actually. Uh, That's actually probably not a bad idea, because I'm curious (laughs) about the extras. Um, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like the extras. I don't know why I watch that stuff, but I just do. Extra. No. Okay. Never. Never that. <laughs> Never that. I'm not fucking Mario Lopez. Get the fuck out of here. Was he on uh, that show? I could be wrong. Doesn't anyway. matter. <laughs> moving moving back to, you know, the, the matter at hand here. Uh, overall impressions of the movie. So... I mean, go for it. Go for it. Because I imagine that we're... <laughs> We're all we're all on the same page here. Um, It was so. All right, before we do this, I asked. So we were talking about beforehand. I asked Jesse. We had a little conversation. We were pretty much exactly the same. I was like, Sam, you uh, you watched Hush, right? And Sam just glared at me. I was just like, Yeah, sorry, dude. So go ahead, Jesse. I'm sorry. So we're all basically on the same page. It was good until about like the last fifteen minutes. It was, it was good very, until. it was very faithful to the source. It was very well done. Um, it was impressive that they kept in continuity with the rest of the DC animated movies. Yeah, and then they had to do the ending. No, they didn't. They chose to do the ending. Thank you. <laughs> they uh, they pissed in our Cheerios, if you will. They and they did such a good job of fucking up. That I thought, like, they were trying to do something, like, very different. And so, it was my impression that the way they did the ending <laughs> meant that there was going to be a part two to this movie. Nope. And so then Sam brought that up right before we started recording. And Mike and I both were like, no, that's nah, it. That's it, bro. 
So, all right. So let's let's talk about it. Let's really talk about it. Sam, uh, do you want to kind of quick give a synopsis? Yeah, sure. Um, so <laughs> of Hush overall, you don't. It doesn't just have to be this, but okay. So you know, Batman's going along as he does. He's doing good. Uh, he's at the top of his game, and all of a sudden, it's almost like his world just comes crashing down around him. He does actually quite literally come crashing down, um, and he has to bounce back from major physical uh, injuries, emotional injuries, and it seems like someone is out to get him. So somebody knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just started thinking about this uh, this stupid viral Bruce. video from uh, oh, no. okay. from it was like a Bane rap from the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah, it's like an overdub. Oh my god, it's so stupid. But Batman and Bruce Wayne are totally the same. <laughs> like, there's a line. I was just like, what the hell? All right, sorry. So. Um, the movie is essentially, or really the, the story, I say the movie, but the comic came first, and it is the story. And as Jesse pointed out, is very the movie is very faithful to the comic. Until. Until. Um, so really, Batman's just trying to figure out who has a vendetta against him and who could possibly know all this shit about him. Um, and it really involves pretty much... Everyone from his rogues gallery, like a, a good amount. The, the big major players. The, the big major players. Yeah. There's no kite man in this. No. no there's no Conor King or Crazy <laughs> nice. Quilt or... Nice. Yeah. So, it turns out... Conor King. Oh, God. <laughs> that there is one villain... <laughs> there's, there's a Conor King moment in there. <laughs> I just remembered. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go there ahead. is an episode dedicated to the Conor King. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, that is what the movie's about. Batman trying to figure out who has a vendetta against him and who that could possibly be. Now, where we all fall off on this movie is why the fuck DC changed the ending of this great, phenomenal story. Warner Bros. is like, yo, I mean, this is good, but... You ever fucked up an entire movie based off the last 15 minutes? <laughs> yep. <laughs> let's do that instead. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let's just put it out in the open spoilers now. Yeah. Watch it. Um, Please watch yeah, it. Watch it, read it, and then come back to this. But so the whole premise is that uh, Bruce Wayne's childhood friend, Tommy Elliott, has come back basically into his life and whatnot. And it gets revealed that Hush, who's kind of the mastermind behind all well, this. Tommy, Tommy is... Tommy supposedly dies. He supposedly dies, yes. Yeah. Uh, which they do cover that in the movie. Um, and so it's later revealed that Hush is actually Tommy Elliot, um, who is being kind of controlled by the Riddler and whatnot. Um, but then the movie, they decided to actually kill Tommy and then hang his corpse in front of Batman. Which is the point where I was just like, the fuck? And then they made Hush the Riddler. And I was like, the fuck? And yeah. And the movie ended and I was like, the fuck? The fuck is I, this? I, as soon as they like started revealing that, I legitimately was tempted just to stop and just close the window. <laughs> yeah. I was watching all my Xbox. I was just like, hey, Cortana, go to sleep. <laughs> <They're just> like, <laughs> like, I was like, all right. So, I mean, there's so much good stuff about this movie. There is. Sure. Um, 
there, I, I took a whole bunch of notes here for this. So I caught a new 52 Easter egg uh, in the news. It was like news and like Channel 52, but like the logo was like the new uh, It's interesting. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I love that the entire Bat family was in there. Sure. So you got mm-hmm. you got Robin. Who's, <laughs> like, look, people hate Damien, but I, I hate love him. Damien. I hate him. I really do. And he was such a little prick. Uh, and that's probably why I love him so much. <laughs> Your choice as women <laughs> have not been great. <laughs> and he just I mean, he, start, he starts he going through the point. list. <laughs> he starts going through the list, and he's like, "My mom." <laughs> 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 he he's got a point there. I he's mean. not wrong. Uh, you get you get a good amount of Nightwing. Yeah, yeah. In this, um, you know, the one thing I wasn't crazy about was the voice actor used for Alfred. Mm, that, I thought you were going to say Bane because that was awful. Yeah, that was weird. That yeah, was weird that too. was bad. Um, but it was just like awkward. Like he just didn't have the. I don't know. Something was missing. It did at first. I did notice that it was a little bit off, but I kind of got over it. I, yeah, I got it. Look, that's minor. Um, that Bane fight. Speaking of Bane, was actually really awesome. Like I love that. Just that don't fight. listen to anything he has to say because no, of the, course, the voice acting was terrible. Uh, I was just, I was really more sucked into the the action there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> they used a lot of adult themed jokes. They did as this entire thing was rolling on. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, it's really funny, but like. Sometimes people just associate cartoons with kids. Yeah. And, like, if you pick that up, you're just like, whoa, 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 what? He's <laughs> just like, no, I can't watch this with my kids. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, uh, a lot of sex scenes in there. Yeah. I, I, I say a lot. Maybe, like, three. But that's still a lot. Still a lot in, in an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that actually really got me, like, super excited uh, was seeing that classic, like, blue and gray bat suit yeah like once he transitioned to that i was like oh i love this this one's got extra head padding yeah yes please i was like oh let me get that <laughs> please uh batman is an asshole it just is. like like tactically in fights conversation he's just an asshole and uh asshole <laughs> yeah and they don't uh they don't shy away from pointing that out no, <laughs> no they don't he's called an asshole a few times yeah uh <laughs> He's <laughs> not wrong. It's not wrong. Um, I noticed that there was an improvement in the animation at points. Really? Yes. The Ow. the fight in particular with Catwoman in the alley. Yeah. I actually thought that was better than a lot of. Like I felt like the animation style has been growing. Are you, a are you talking? About, are you talking about the choreography, or are you talking about the no, animation actual style? style of of the of the animation because the style is old news i was really hoping they would not do exactly what they did mm. that really bothered me it didn't it didn't bother me it did like they've done like this animation style before and it's looked just kind of shitty before. you mean for every single movie in the past like decade i mean a couple of movies recently have just not been great looking it's like like the animators got a little lazy but i thought like they did a lot with perspective in that catwoman fight mm. in the alley and i thought it was it was really cool to watch. Go okay. back and watch that scene again. Yeah, I will. It, like it, it'll, I'll, I'll probably watch the entire movie again and then just stop. <laughs> right after Tommy's dead body drops down, I was like, "Well, this is over now." No, you gotta stop before that because all that Riddler shit happens before that. Yeah, well, well, I thought it was, and that's the thing. I thought that was misdirection. Yeah, like, I, mean, I was assumed like, it would be too. I was like, okay, uh, yeah, that's a really brilliant way to to throw everybody off the scent. And then I was like, wait, wait, but, huh? But why? I'm a, I'm mad. I'm so mad. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> did you did you guys notice they made a change with Amanda Waller? Yes. And like I didn't understand how or when or why that happened because she's usually short and overweight. She yeah. was like yeah thin. I did notice right. that. I didn't. And I was like really why? But like you, you yeah. Like why the change? It, but it's weird because it's this movie's supposed to be in continuity with other stuff. Right. So seeing that vast difference was just like what? True. I, I'm more in it for like the attitude, though. Uh, like, yeah, of course. They still wrote her well. But uh, why? Uh, it's just... it, it was strange. Hey, you don't know. She could have gone on a big, big weight loss journey since the last movie. Yeah, Batman right. Hush, but why? <laughs> that's 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 my whole thing. That's it. Uh, yeah. So I have here a note. It says Alfred immediately turned that ass around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He walks so, in on Bruce and Selena, and he's just like, nope. <laughs> just turns the fuck around. So Batman and Catwoman decide to team up for a little bit, so they're a crime-fighting team. Even Rocky had a montage. Yeah. And uh, so they, you know, after a night of crime-fighting, come back to the Batcave, and you just see this shot. It's like, you can tell they got out of the Batmobile, and just like... You articles started the Batmobile. Ar- articles of clothing just are like littered between the Batmobile and like this shower, like decontamination shower. Yeah, and Alfred just like walks down into the Batcave, sees he's all like, the oh, clothes. He's, all, he's like he's carrying like he's yeah. carrying a tray of like food or drinks or whatever. <laughs> and he just turns right <laughs> right around. Just he sees the shower. He's like, nah. Yep. <laughs> but I think it would have been weirder if he stayed. <laughs> like way weirder. It would have been great if he just stood outside. Hey, <laughs> bet you're thirsty. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, up and up until the end, I thought it was uh, it was really faithful. Um, comic versus movie. I thought, you know, up until that point where it diverges, it's actually very good. It is. Yeah. Like, and it does, and it manages to blend the two worlds very well because you have that. That animation universe and the actual continuity of comics, and there was just subtle nods. You know what I didn't like though, which I was really looking forward to. Uh, I didn't feel like we really got the relationship between Bruce and Tommy Elliot. No, because um, they just threw it all away anyway. So, like, so much of the book is Bruce thinking back to. All these things that, like, him and Tommy went through and, like, how the relationship got to where it was. And Tommy is such a manipulative little fucking shit. He literally kills his parents to... Just to get a fortune, yeah. Just to get a fortune, just like Bruce does. Like, that's psychotic. He's a psychotic person. Why would you throw that away? And so I, the other thing that I, I, I noticed there is that, like, a lot of that time where he thinks back on what happened with Tommy makes him want to be a better friend to Tommy. Yeah. And, like, that even happens in the movie. And then, like, the twist is supposed to happen where it it's essentially supposed to break Batman in a way. And it can't now because yeah. Tommy's dead. Yeah, no, I feel so, like for a movie... dead dead, <laughs> not, like, faked his death dead. And I feel like for a movie called Hush, we didn't really even get much hush in it. I agree. No. Hush, Batman. Hush. And that's about it. He, like, even early on in the comic, he's just kind of lurking at the edges. Yeah. But then you see him, and a lot. Like, there was one specific, like, page from the book that I was 
dying to see recreated. Which page like, is that? Uh, the one where it's toward the end where they're fighting like on a bridge and there's like a full panel page of like him just standing here with like this trench coat blowing behind him with like twin pistols like aiming yeah. straight down toward him. I wanted to see that. Yes. Nope. Yeah. So the whole like this the story works because you have Tommy Elliot who physically breaks Batman and emotionally breaks Batman. Yeah. Then in the movie you strip away half of that. And it just became a movie about Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's kind of how I viewed the comic. I mean, it kind of is, but like, but it just felt like it wasn't about Hush anymore at that no. point. Yeah. And and then also, I I feel like in the in the comic, they spent a lot of time dealing with Bruce's recovery from that fall. Yeah. They did. In in the movie, it's like... Oh, uh, back ba- up Adam. Uh, Batman's down. Batman's down. Okay. Get him into surgery. Hey, he's up and at him again. Well, that was great. Wear, it, wear the it, suit with extra I, head padding. I, I bet you were scared, huh? I bet you were scared about that one. Now he's back. Um, So I did love that, that portion in Metropolis. Yeah. Superman. <laughs> the plan wasn't to push her off. <laughs> like, huh? Had to improvise. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> um, uh, I did also love that Batman beating the shit out of the Joker, like mm-hmm. that. Like oh, that was intense. That was good. He just, I mean, like Batman's not usually that aggressively violent. You could tell he went over the edge. Yeah, but at the same time, it was like he went over the edge because he thought the Joker had killed Tommy. But nothing up to this point in this movie led us to believe that like he really cared about Tommy like they do in the book. Right. Yeah. So it just felt like it wasn't It was a little hollow. Yeah. I mean, but it was awesome to watch. <laughs> I mean, sure, but... Uh-huh. Yeah, anytime you see the Joker, like, saying stop. Yeah. Like, that never happens. Never. It never happens. All right, so that's just about all my notes. Yeah, uh, I mean... The only one other thing is, like... All right, so Batman's like a master, like, ninja, mm-hmm. essentially... Lady Shiva gets the drop on him. Like, should he have been caught so unaware? Like, it just felt a little weird to me. Like, he's good at being like, okay, the but league so is she. Yeah. But I just feel like he being caught that off guard. I, I feel like was, was just a little any odd. train, fully trained member of the League of Shadows should be able to get a drop on each other. Like, they're so well trained that okay. they should understand. I can accept that. I can accept that. that logically, that works. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any, much more to say about this, honestly. Yeah, I think we I was covered just, it. It was... It, it, it had potential. It was great up until... Like, it was seriously, like, the story that got me into reading more comics. It's such a great book. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I I have reread this story so many times. Like, my books are actually, like, water damaged because one time I took them camping and it's you know it started started raining, didn't realize it, and it's just now my pages are all fucked up. But I still read that same damn book because I just love it so much. Like I do want to go back and reread it now. So I was actually thinking I'm gonna go reread it and actually compare it like the some of the big scenes like stylistically it, to the to the to the actual film. And I I was really looking forward to his flashbacks with Tommy because it's not just like. Um, it's what makes this story, it's, right? It's not just, like, Bruce and Tommy, but they incorporate, like, at one point, 
other superheroes in the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's one point where Bruce's dad takes Bruce and Tom to Metropolis because of a business trip. Yeah. And, you know, they're stuck in a hotel room because Bruce's dad's like, you know, you just, you have to stay here. And while they're in the hotel room, they end up seeing a fight between a Green Lantern and, That's right. and uh, I think some like ice or freeze villain or something like that. And the way they illustrate that fight is just so cool. And I was looking, really looking forward to seeing like what they were going to do with those types of flashbacks. And I just never got it. And then just let you the fuck down. Yeah. So that's about all I have to say about that. Uh, feels so good. Uh, okay. Well, yes. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, so uh, as we start to wrap things up here, what you guys watching and reading right now? And or reading. So last time we did this, I was about to start watching Super Supergirl. Since then, I have stopped watching Supergirl. <laughs> um, but I have gone back and finally started to watch Legends. How, how are you? How are you feeling about this? Oh, I love it. Uh, it I it's great. It's just quirky, it's, weird. It, and yeah, it's, like it's, it's hard it. to describe. But like, once you start watching it, it is it is by far among the most enjoyable Arrowverse shows like, because it's not. So serious. And I did time. start watching it like when it first started airing. I got a few episodes in and just stopped for whatever reason. Just never went back to it. Yeah. So now I'm just finally going back and catching up with that. Man, that show. It's it's fun and has a lot of heart, uh, which is kind of why I like it. Which, uh, how about you? Um, I've been reading the Spectacular Spider-Man. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, f- from when? So I started with the interview with Jonah. Oh, so the most recent run. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that Look, that series, written by Chip Zdarsky, I think. I forget. Yeah. So, man, there's some moments in that book that like made me cry. It's really good. It's real good. It's really, really I'd good. I'd highly recommend it. Um, right now, I am... I think last time we did this, I was doing Batman Ninja Turtles 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to read that. Yeah, so I've, yes. I've moved on to 2... Um, I, I'm really into House of X and Powers of X, which is like we heard a lot about them. Yeah, uh, we're we're probably gonna talk about that. We're gonna do a big X Men show coming up. Nice in a little bit. Um, Much needed. We never. Fucking yeah, we do really X-Men. we really don't. Uh, I mean, only the movie and it was garbage. <laughs> so uh, now it yeah. wasn't an X Men movie. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Dork. Dork Phoenix. Dork. Dork Phoenix with an F. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it's late and I'm real tired. Uh, PHF. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, I'm doing I'm doing uh, that. Enix. And I I'm rewatching uh, the Justice League cartoon. Nice on uh, on DC streaming. So yeah, that's where I am. Awesome. All right. So next time I think we're going to get into Swamp Thing. Oh shit! I gotta watch that. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, it, it's it's good and then ultimately disappointing because like you just know, yeah, no more. Yeah, right. Just fuck that up. Uh, and by then Titans will be back, so I'll be deep in that. Can't wait. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening, and um, be sure to check out our website. Um, reviews. Big stuff for, coming there. Big yeah. stuff coming there. Big stuff coming. We might have a site redesign coming. There might be a lot more coming to yeah. just that. Yeah. So, uh, everybody, keep your eyes peeled. 
stuff's <laughs> visit the twistedcape.com daily. Yeah. Um, all right. Daily. <laughs> Until next week, uh, guys. I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. All right, everybody, stay twisted. <laughs> <laughs>